Hello, my name is Tiana Shorter, and I will give an insight of my own personal stories while being a resident in California. And I will also tell my personal narrative of its prospective business that I current that I am currently in the process of. Now, when people other than Californians think of California, the first things that come to mind is that it is made up of beaches, always sunny, hot weather, celebrity spottings everywhere you go. Um, one big vacation in that it is home for the perfect American dream. But most of these are only stereotypes. These stereotypes are presented to tourists in the form of tourism videos or just pictures in general when researching um, the internet about California. But I have a different take on California, which is my personal story of California. I lived in Paramount the majority of my life, but also lived in Inglewood, before I moved out here, I went to school in Bellflower from second to 12th grade. And I remember when I first moved out here, I felt really out of place. Why? Because this was a new school. Because this new school was diverse and I was not used to that. When I went to school in Inglewood, all of the students were black and even the teachers were black. So I felt that I belonged, but out here I did not feel the same way because everyone looked different from me. Now, this time around, all of my teachers were white and the students, you know, were literally every race you can think of. Um, But eventually, everyone around me made me everyone around me made me feel as if I fit in. And some of my closest friends ended up being Hispanic, black, Asian and white. And a few of us are still friends to this day. Now, maybe after six months of being a student in Bellflower, a new kid enrolled into the school, and he just so happened to be in my second grade class. His name was Miguel. He was an immigrant from Mexico, and he did not speak any English. I uh, watched him for a couple of days, and I seen how lonely he was, so I introduced myself to him, and I began to hang out with him um, during recess and lunch because I remember that feeling of not belonging And I didn't want him to feel that way. If anything, I was more curious in learning him and helping him understand English. And also, this was this was something new for me because I've never came across someone like that. So during the time, I'm not thinking that, you know, he's an immigrant or, you know, I'm not understanding why he doesn't speak English. But can you imagine someone only speaking and understanding Spanish, having someone next to them that's literally chatting away in English. That was me. But eventually he began to catch on and started to speak a little bit of English. Towards the end of the school year, we would have carnivals where our parents and our family, we would all come together and we would, you know, enjoy ourselves. So my parents and his parents, seeing how close we were and they began to converse with each other, And his parents told my parents that they moved here from Mexico to give Miguel a better life. But it has not it has not been easy. It was very hard for them. Miguel's story connects to LA attitudes um, and the in the story under the radar and off the charts. While reading this, um, I noticed that um, there was a story brought up about a brother who was followed from Mexico City to L.A., and he described his his experience of living in, in, a, in L.A. without legal documentation as living in a bubble. 
but the bubble is in a different dimension. This reminds me of the story I just told about Miguel. Miguel and his family lived in the same space as citizens, but they inhabited a different experience. And I'm sure that this is something they struggle with, being undocumented and feeling invisible because they cannot relate to the legal residents that they're around. Um, moving forward, racial discrimination, racial injustice has always been alive in California and it still is to this day. May 25th, George Floyd was murdered by a police officer during an arrest after giving a store clerk a counterfeit $20 bill. Now, this is not the first time a black person was unnecessarily killed for something so petty and minor. But his death is what really set off uh, angry black people, white people, and many other races. There was rioters and protesters. Um, <clears throat> and this was this was huge. We were in the beginning stages of a pandemic. And we were all outside protesting for this man, including myself. I walked down Rodale Drive in Beverly Hills in downtown L.A. Um, I felt that I needed to be involved in the Black Lives Matter movement in the protests. And um, just because these people are innocent and they're literally being killed for no reason, no reason at all, except for the color of their skin. And this is what I call modern day slavery. As I walked down the streets of downtown LA and Rodale Drive, I was in shock because I'd never seen anything like it. I mean, literally never seen anything like it, nor did I ever imagine something like this would happen and would it be this big. Um, everyone was so angry and you know what? They, we had a right to be. I seen rioters throwing bricks into the boutique stores down Rodale Drive, destroying police cars, um, starting fires, damaging property, um, vandalizing, stealing. Um, I seen officers shooting rubber bullets at uh, to peaceful protesters and actually injuring them. I remember thinking to myself, um, this is how, is this really how far we've come after all these years? It doesn't seem like we've got gotten far or far enough. My story connects to Joanne Didion in Slouching Towards Bethlehem. She mentioned the Watts riots in her essay, Los Angeles Notebook, and she reflects to the riots as the city burning. She described the image of Los Angeles as turning in, inward to divorce itself. I can relate to her because that's how I felt during that time. Like, you know, Los Angeles was, was literally just turning into something something I never imagined. Um, um, you know, I almost felt hopeless. And I remember thinking that this is only going to get worse. Like, I didn't see it getting any better. Uh, the city was literally destroyed and rioters uh, continue to destroy and vandalize it. Why? Because everyone, everyone wanted justice. Justice was not served. And that's what all of us wanted justice because officers have been getting away with murdering black people under their own personal reasons for, for years. It's just, it's never, it's just never been the limelight, like how it is now. Uh, 
um, moving forward, there is a business opportunity that I have been trying to pursue, pursue for myself for a while now. I've always been into beauty, makeup, skincare, just anything in general that can make you look and feel glamorous. In 2016, I first started wearing makeup and, you know, I would wear the basic foundation powder and mascara. Uh, around that time, Kylie Jenner released her cosmetic line and that's when I decided that I really wanted to work towards starting my own cosmetic line. I began to enhance my makeup look by watching tutorials on YouTube and I would study other people's makeup when I seen them out in person. Most of the tutorials that I watched on YouTube were uh, women and men that was from the Los Angeles area or a suburb of Los Angeles like Beverly Hills, Brentwood, Malibu. Um, and I, I noticed that they all had this certain contour look. So I learned that look. I taught myself that look, but I added my own twist to it because I noticed that this was the standard, the standard Californian makeup look. This was how everyone wanted to look. This was, you know, this was the trend. This certain look was um, was now a part of California culture. Now, makeup has been around in California for many of years, but over the years, the look has enhanced tremendously, and it's flawless. Over the years, I have tried different cosmetic lines, but a lot of them did not fit my skin tone or even my skin type. Um, a lot of these, and also... A lot of the, the makeup, like from the different cosmetic lines that I have tried, it's like they damaged my skin. It's not, you know, I feel like you're supposed to be able to wear makeup and it not for and for it to not ruin your skin up underneath. Um, a lot of these cosmetic lines fail to have shades that will match some of someone of colors, skin tone. A lot of times we have to mix our foundation or they don't provide foundation that's dark enough for those who have really, really dark skin. Uh, this has always been a struggle and has and has been voiced out several times. A few black people have felt discriminated against. Uh, uh, they have felt discriminated um, against towards well against Kylie Jenner cosmetics because she was not making products for shades of black women they felt that maybe black women were not a trend because of their skin tone a couple years later rihanna releases fenty beauty she now has shades that fit darker skinned women and everyone was excited about this even i was excited about it because i could never find my skin tone to match the shades like at mac or just anywhere i always had to mix my foundations because it was either too dark or it was too light However, I don't think that Rihanna's foundation is good quality. Um, I've, I think that it seeps into your pores, making them even more visible instead of sitting on the outer layer of your pores. Now, this is where I come in at to create my own cosmetic line. I would create a product that, a foundation product that has all shades from extremely light and neutral to extremely dark. And also create it where the makeup product is good for your skin and will prevent clogging of the pores. After having my own review of Kylie and Fenty Cosmetics, I looked at this opportunity as being an elevation for myself and my family and economic prosperity. An elevation because 
this will be a product that everyone has longed for a foundation that is perfect that is the perfect shade and also good for the skin and economic prosperity because this would be a business of my own and i know that i would be successful within this business especially living with you know within the los angeles area there is no better place to start uh, this business except for in california California is a place of exposure, which is why many immigrants came to California during the gold rush for economic opportunity and to start businesses with their skills and ideas. I have already been traveling to different cosmetic labs to create this product. And the basic budget is close to $10,000. It's very pricey, but this is something that I want to do. This business fits into the larger ideas of California because it is the golden state of the country when it comes to starting small businesses that can turn into something huge. There are many um, economical reasons why uh, this state is great for starting businesses like networking opportunities. Uh, It is a constant booming economy. It's diverse and has a large talent pool. Overall, I've told my own personal stories that stood out the most to me while living in California and connecting back to our in-class readings. I also highlighted a couple of themes that constantly stood out to me while giving an insight on my future business.